lace up your boots and get ready for TM5 United, your one-stop shop for all the news about our five stripes. Here's your hosts, Abner Castellanos and David Donis. Welcome in, everybody, to TM5 United. I'm here with the one, the only, Abner Castellanos here on a victory Monday. That's right. You heard it right. We actually won a freaking game. Abner, how are you feeling uh, with the win in hand? And also, how was your weekend, man? We won. Hey, we won, baby. Let's go, man. It started off bad, though, but hey. <laughs> hey, I was like, oh, man, here we go. No, hey, man, it was great. You know, the win was good. We'll get into that. But no, the weekend was good. I actually had my third annual birthday tournament, which you, you used to be part of because it was basketball. And, yeah, uh, I know. And then you went you went all, all white on me, dude, and started playing golf. Look, look, our bodies are different, bro. You know what I'm saying? When you can hit a ball and you don't know care where it goes and drink a couple beers, I think you'll be all right. Uh, but yeah, man, so I had my uh, tournament Sunday. Um, man, the weather was uh, was flirting with us. We got a little bit of rain, not too much, maybe five minutes of it. The rest of the day was pretty clear, so that was awesome. Had a great time. Um, watched the game um, at my buddy's house uh, Saturday. I know you, um, you know, you got my ticket, so you went to the game. Uh, looks like y'all had a great time. Looks like you guys are our good luck charm. So if I need a win, I know who to get the tickets to. Yeah, I distinctly remember somebody saying that if uh, if if we were there, we won that we might get the season tickets for for good. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think uh, we gotta edit that part out, but yeah, something like that. <laughs> you know, and it's funny because usually, like, I, I'm I'm very I'm very superstitious, even though like I know it's all just mumbo jumbo, but I always think that when I show up, they have a least likely chance of winning. But so far this year, I think except for the Charlotte game, they won every game I've been to. Uh, well, on, obviously, like, you know, when you're at home, you have a higher chance of not losing, at least right. tying, but most of the times you're going to win. So that kind of helps in my favor. But yeah, Abner, let's break it down. Lightning United defeat Wayne Rooney's DC United 3-1. to one. Um, So like you mentioned, the game started off pretty rocky. We actually had uh, two chances on our goal before we even got ours. But luckily... Uh, DC United's keeper was on, I, I don't know what he was doing, but Miles sends a ball over the top. Keeper comes way out, misses the ball, and Gigi from an acute angle scores a goal in the 13th minute. We're at 1 0 and, and cruising. Uh, but, like in Atlanta United fashion, we don't like to have leads. It's just not cool. Why not? Uh, so, Fantas scores in the 27th minute off of an Almada turnover. So, yeah, the ball gets caught, they turn it over, and uh, they're in on goal. Not good, and honestly, before the half, there was one shot that it took a deflection, but it went off of the woodwork. I mean, we could have easily been down 2-1 at halftime, and then we're just like, ah, oh, here we go again. But we survive. The best post is that white guy, very skinny guy called the post, the defender, um, saved us. We go to 1-1 at halftime. We start off the second half on the right foot with Gutman scoring in the 49th minute, um, and then we iced the game in the 73rd minute with a goal from Tyler Wolf. This guy can't stop scoring. Uh, but at first it was uh, it was ruled offside. VAR made the correct decision, awarded the goal, and you got Gutman, man of the match, with a goal and an assist. Gutman is playing outside his mind. So Abner, what are your first impressions of this game? Yeah, man, like you said, it started rough, you know, but uh, dude, like I think uh, they don't give, uh, um, what's his name Gigi that much credit on that goal that's a tough angle man you got to put the right speed the right play and you got to think about it quick right because uh if you don't you know you're either gonna 
was your opportunity to score a goal because he was the only one up there. Uh, but no, man, I think we played well. I think Fortune did really well. Um, I did love the lineup. Um, I think the only, um, um, you know, Wolf coming in, I really love that. I think because, and we'll get into it, all the call-ups and everything, I think Wolf does get a little bit of a start when we come back into play. Uh, but no, talk about the game. It was great, man. It was great to see Atlanta United attack. It was great to see Goodman get up there. Uh, that combination on that left side was, was awesome all day. Um, Caleb Wiley played well as well. The midfield, you know, I was kind of worried with Fortune because he's more of an attacking player. But he held his own in the middle, man. I think I think he gave us a different dynamic, different runs that he made down the middle, uh, pulled some of the defenders off Gigi, and you know allowed Amada to kind of sit back and you know because he had like a leap. I mean, most of the shots were blocked, but he he was looking to shoot because he had all that time and space, uh, especially with uh, Fortune making those runs down the middle. Um, but overall, man, I think it's a great game. I think it's a good game to go into a good break. Uh, we definitely you know protected our home, and that's what that, more can you ask? We got three points. We're beaten in five yeah i mean uh we said it last time we need these three points because if we didn't get these three points um things are gonna we're starting to look a little bit hairy for us and in, in terms of, of us dropping down in the in the playoff spots but three wins and then everything looks looks good um again it, for the second half I, I know watching that game it felt like we we're in complete control because we were and it seemed like we were playing like the Atlanta United, the old. But still, uh, we need to be better defensively because this game could have easily been a different story. And we're not, you know, we're upset at the end of the game instead of happy. Uh, but you mentioned it. Uh, Abner was really surprising this for me to see Fortune instead of Rosetto. Looked like Rosetto was uh, getting a bit of a rest. Um, he's played a lot this season. And I think he was kind of had like a lingering, not an injury, but just something bothering. So right, why not sit him? Um, and Fortune, you know, he, he, he had a good game. I mean, if you're comparing him to where Rosato does, I mean, it's, it's just, there was no difference in the drop of quality there. A huge difference in the amount of salary, but not <laughs> in quality. And then again, Abner, you mentioned it. This is a game that it's been a long, long time, and I've been asking for it, that we don't have the inverted wingers, which is players playing with their opposite uh, uh, or with their dominant foot on the opposite side. So you had Arruja who's left-footed on the right side. You had Tien who's right-footed on the left side. So what that does is they cut in, right? So you had both Arruja and Tien cutting in all day, all, all, every game, every single time, no matter what. And now you had Caleb who's, who doesn't do that. He's naturally left-footed. And then you had Tien on the right who's naturally right-footed. And it, it, I, I saw from that that the game opened up a lot different. And I felt like we were more direct there was more space to exploit and I really liked the way that Atlanta United looked like that I would have liked to have Tyler Wolf starting but I mean at the end did good on the right side I mean he he didn't have anything to show for it again uh but other than that I mean uh I, the team played pretty well how do you how do you like that do you do you think we should play that way instead of having the uh, wingers that cut in I mean, I think either way, you, it gives you a different look. And I think with the subs that he made, um, switching it over, I think he came, He was able to like kind of see, you know, what's working and what's not working. Um, because obviously, you know, with the in, you know, with the guys that cut in, you're looking here for a cross to the back post or more than likely a shot. Uh, with the guys, you know, that had the outside foot to come in, it's, that's going to be directly across because obviously they don't want to put it on their weaker foot to cross or shoot. Um, but I think, you know, I think that's a good um, observation. I think I, I like it. You know, it gives you a different dynamic. Um, I think what you said, I think Etienne had a good game. Um, you know, it's 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 like we're saying the same story over with him. We want more, especially from what we want. Um, 
but Wolf coming in, man, he just makes it simple. He makes those plays. He he hustles. He brings that uh, um, aggressiveness, right, with uh, the the pressure, weight of pressure, the attacking. So I love that, man. But that Goodman and Wiley combination, man, I think that's my favorite, man. You you see when those two are on the same side, you see magic happens. You see Goodman going up, man. Goodman is now the third leading scorer on this team. Um, obviously, with Gigi at 10, Almada at 7, and him at uh, 3 as an outside back, David, that says a lot, right? So that says a lot where we're attacking. So I love it. Um, I think it was it was nice to see. I think um, uh, Brooks had a great game as well. Um, and, uh, you know, Gigi, man, 10 goals, the fastest in the MLS uh, to do it. Let's go. Uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty wild. I didn't know that uh, Gutman was a third leading scorer on this team. Crazy, right? Um, he's a, yeah, he's a left back. But you're right. I mean, him and him and Caleb have great chemistry together. I think we're missing that on the right, even though, like, Brooks, again, Brooks is probably one of my favorite, one of the top players on the team. Uh, but I think that right, right winger chemistry hasn't been there because Arujo's been there. And it's I think it's really hard to play with Arujo because you don't really know what he's going to do. So it's really hard for Brooks Lennon to time his run because you don't know if our is going to cut in uh take three players and then go backwards or if he's going to look to release which he rarely does uh so i yeah i think uh we have a we have a long break now we don't play until um next wednesday so we get a 10-day break so no game this weekend so i think that's good it'll give gg rest it'll give a lot of the players rest it'll give time to assess i think what Beneta said in his uh post uh, inter- uh post game conference uh, when he was asked if you know Arujo is gonna come off the bench, he, he said we're gonna need some time to, to to think about it and see what's the best strategy. I really think that that's probably what's gonna happen. Is Arujo probably ends up on the bench now, and uh, we start to live life without him. But just to cap it off, man, I just I the way Gutman has been playing, I, I really I just feel he's like a very very intelligent uh, football player. And he's just he his work rate is is very high. Uh, Goodman is becoming my favorite player, probably team, maybe after Gigi, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it's crazy, right? Um, yeah, Goodman's been uh, it's been great for us, man. I think he once he had that one game where he, you know, he, I, don't, I mean, I don't think he needed to apologize. You know, it happens. But after that yeah. game, you just saw like he he really dove in. He really, you know. Know, made the right plays and uh, yeah just i think that's that combination and you know let's just not mention that name anymore arujo i mean he's gone now he's he we have <laughs> one he have uh one game uh more likely might see the field just because of the call-ups and who's gonna be out um i think he'll play his last game but um or his second to last i think we i don't know if we have a game before. yeah because we lose him uh is the 24th, 24th we yeah him, right? we have the game on the 24th we have a game we have a game that day so i wonder if he's gonna okay so yeah he, so two games if he plays, yeah but more than likely i think he plays wednesday just because of the columns and everything um a lot of people are going to be um, on an international um team so um i think he plays hey thanks goodbye good riddance you saw him uh, he was posed up. I, I think it's a little too too much of a stretch. I mean, he probably knew he wasn't going to get in. Uh, he just had his feet up and, you know, um, this cleats was off and everything like that. I think it's a little bit of a stretch. But uh, when you know you're going out, like we said before, you know, the coach knows he's out. You know he's gonna he's gonna go with what's gonna be there for the end of for the end game right and that's the end of the season so I think it's it's great to uh, to see all these other guys have that opportunity and it's been working out David I think he's actually had the subs have been great um, it was great to see Ozzy Alonso out there I think he's gonna be a big piece for us as far as just 
calming the ball down, you know, distribution and being that veteran that we need for the last 15, 20 minutes or maybe the first 45 minutes, depending you know, how he, how his body is, is feeling. Um, how was the uh, how was the reception for him? Yeah, I mean, the you know, the United, the 17s uh, always great. And when Alonso came 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 into the on the field, everybody gave him a round of applause. So it's really good to see that. And uh, I mean, a good thing I like is that there's going to be a lot of comp- competition for that um, that six and eight or the defensive and offensive midfielders because you've got you've got Alonso back now. You still got uh, Santiago Sosa in the mix. You've got uh, Franco Ibarra. We already talked about Roseto. Now you got Fortune thrown in there too, uh, and and Sadich. I forgot about mm-hmm. Sadich. So you have all those players there competing for those two spots. And I think that's going to make the best uh, rise to the top. So I think that's good for Atlanta United. Um, and I think that's probably where we've, we've had the most difficult part of our team is filling out those two positions there. Uh, I think Abadas, I think pretty much he's, he's locked it down for the most part. But definitely that uh, that number eight role is definitely up for grabs. And if Fortune keeps playing the way he's playing, um, you know, he might take it. But again... When you win, everything seems great, right? So it's just one game. It's one. It's a small sample size. We've got to see what a young player like uh, Fortune can do in the long term. But Abner, let me go over the match stats, and then we'll we'll move on to the next segment. Match. So Atlanta United, uh, one possession, fifty-one percent to forty-nine. So this this game, you know, even though the scoreline is is what it is, this game was a lot closer than it than it really was. Um, Atlanta United 1.64 expected goals, DC United 1.7, Atlanta United had 10 total shots, uh, DC United had 13, we had 4 shots on target, DC had 5, so they actually had more shots on target, uh, Brad you know, came up big with, a, I wouldn't say amazing saves, but saves that he should make and he did, so a good night for Brad. Uh, but again, uh, we won the game, you gotta capitalize on your chances, which we did. Uh, we were the ones that were trying to push push forward for the goals, uh, but again, um, I think Abner is just—it's been really easy for the opposing teams to get in on goal. Yeah, man. I mean, the stat stays alive, right? Where we allow the most goals and we score the one—at least the yeah, top two. They yeah. were, t- were tied. <laughs> They were tied for second for most. But goals I mean, allowed. that was uh, that was an odd goal that we gave out, man. Um, you know, with the slide tackle and everything. Um, I think it's a little bit of a misfortune. I think he should have got rid of the ball a little bit quicker. Um, I, I mean, breakaway, you can't really blame anybody. You know, strikers are supposed to put that away, and the goalies are just supposed to make the best effort to make that save, right? So uh, it sucks that it happened that way because we were pressuring up there. It was off a corner, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, it got cleared out. We got the ball, and then it was like a, a quick hesitation. Tackle came in and went straight to the to the player, 2v1, and uh, 1v1, and, you know, the goal happened that way. Uh, but I think defensively, I mean, that's – we limited our – um, our mistakes, you know, we played over the top, which, you know, we were sending that ball up there. Uh, Guzan was getting it, yeah. getting rid of it quicker. Um, and it gave us a different chance. It gave a, it gave Gigi a look, um, for him to fight those balls up there. He's a big body. He's going to fight through, through all that. And I think that was a positive thing that we saw, right? We, we've been asking for it. Um, no, obviously not too much because then it'd be just becomes boom ball. Right. But I think it was, it was a positive sight to see. 
far as uh, defenders sending the ball up there or trying to find that cross um, diagonal ball was was pretty nice. Yeah, I finally got to give credit to Pineda because we've been talking about it uh, for several podcasts now, saying that he's just so rigid in his playing style and is not willing to change. And this game, it showed it to me that he's finally able to change. And I think seeing how not having those inverted wingers in the game um, and not always playing out the back no matter what and actually throwing some balls over the top, uh, it really makes uh, changes the game up because now uh, the, the opposing defense has to look out for that. So if you mix it up a little bit, and it, like you said, not all the time because you just don't want to boom, be do boom ball because then the, the defense is going to expect that. You got to mix it up a little bit, and we're good in possession. Most teams aren't used to having possession because we dominate it. So if they have the ball for a good stretch, it's not going to kill us as long as we're sound defensively. Um, but yeah, Abner, any anything to add, add to that on the on nah, the man, it was a win? positive side to see. It was awesome to get for Ozzy again to get his uh, his uh, his debut in uh, with the Lightning United. Um, and I think that was a positive side. Like I said, I think he's going to be big for us. Uh, Brad Gazan mentioned in his interview uh, with Mike Conti and Jason that, you know, it was huge for the locker room that that dude's been working his butt off to get back in there and that how how big he's going to be for the second half of the season. Because, David, as crazy as this sounds, we're halfway there, right? Sing it with me. Oh, we're halfway there. We're halfway there. <laughs> Oh, living uh, on a prayer. Take oh, my head. Now. We'll make it, I swear. Oh, All right. We'll man. make Nobody it, wants I swear. swear. I'm going to karaoke, though. Uh, I don't know. Some, some people might. Um, but bang, yeah, dude, uh, you're bang. right. A great game for Brad. <laughs> I, I think the, what I, I see this, I saw the stat that said it was like his 150th um, uh, uh, game for yep. Atlanta United, I believe. Um, so that's that's cool. I mean, it's, hope he stays healthy. Hope he stays sharp. Um, and then go from there. But Abner, like to we like to go over the wins, but we got to look to the future. Uh, so we mentioned we've got a big break, so everybody should be able to heal up. Atlanta United will face NYFC at the Bend, so we'll be home again. That's great. That game's uh, next Wednesday, June 21st. So again, long break. Um, Head-to-head, Atlanta United has got four wins. There's five draws, and we've got five losses. So a slight edge there for NYFC. Um, Atlanta United, we stay in fifth place with 28 points. NYFC all the way down in 13th place with 18 points. So we got 10 points on them. Uh, So I really think NYFC right now is right for the taking. NYFC is coming off of a a 0-0 draw against Salt Lake over the weekend. Um, And they'll actually have a game before us at home against Columbus. So we'll be the more well-rested team there. Um, and, you know, I, this New York City team, we, we we know them from the past that they've always been tough to play, play against. They had um, uh, Tati Castellanos, David Villa, uh, you know, yeah, those <laughs> kinds of players. <laughs> those kinds of players. But uh, honestly, dude, when I look at this team, they don't scare me, and I think that reflects in the standings. Because I mean, they have uh, they, uh, up top they got uh, Dallas Magno from Brazil, Gabriel Pereira from Brazil, Santiago Rodriguez from Uruguay, and then you got James Sands, a defender, U.S. Men's National Team player. Um, but other than that, you know, I, I think if position per position, I think we're the better team, and this team does not scare me unless it's at Yankee Stadium because that stadium is a piece of crap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hate I hate that stadium. 
Yeah, that stadium. The stadium uh, is the worst, dude. I I hate. Stadium is the I worst. hate playing there. Um, I hate watching on TV. You know, it's, sometimes I'd rather just follow it on my phone because <laughs> the angle, the the camera is so bad. Uh, but David, Dave, I mean, they've tied. They lost. They, I don't, the last time they won was April twenty second against Dang. Dallas three to one. So the last, so uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Six six losses in nine matches, and the rest Jeez, of, and the dang, other three right. were ties. So, David, they're they're on a bad they're they're almost on a bad one like we were when we had those four or five, um, including the Open Cup loss uh, that we had. Uh, but it looks like they just can't can't piece it together. So something's going on, and I mean the losses come, you know, obviously Cincinnati, Charlotte, um, Toronto, Philadelphia. So they've had a they've had a pretty rough schedule. So it's not like it's you know easier teams either. It's been a little bit of the tougher teams um, for them. Uh, but they did tie New England and they did tie Salt Lake. So um, yeah, David, like I said, I. I that's that stadium that that field you know it's narrow it doesn't play to our favor the way we like to play so obviously the, the home field is is there but at the end of the day they got to play 11 versus 11 they got to play guys and yeah david i agree with you this team does not scare me man back then they had tati castellanos that was a, a force up front uh they had other players that could contribute more and you we were aware of them but it this year it hasn't really been that so i think it's this is a three points that we can get back um you know that we've have lost at home i definitely agree but we have to be careful because we've seen these trap games in mls before where it looks like you should win pretty easily and then you end up going down 2-0 in the 15 minutes so we can't get uh lulled into that i do think that uh uh nyfc is probably going to come in and park the bus look to counter uh it's not you know it's not um not untypical to see a team come into Mercedes-Benz and do that. But NYFC is usually a team that likes possession, um, at least in the past. But I do think with the team they have, they're probably going to look to sit back. Uh, but after we touched on it a little bit. So coming into this game, we've got the we've got the big break. Um, so how do you see uh, the lineup changing uh, with, with that rest? And then obviously we've got you know a couple of uh, international games coming up. What what do you see are some changes that are going to come into the lineup? Um, well, we know that um, let's see here, Miles is out, so I think uh, maybe Noah Cobb gets it gets a start there because uh, we know uh, Abram is out as well going on international duty. Um, so I think it starts Goodman, Purata, um, Noah Cobb, and then Lennon. And then in the middle, Ibarra. Um, I think uh, Fortune's not going to be there, so Ibarra, uh, Sejic, and maybe Rosetto. I mean, he he he'll have ten days to rest, so that's probably going to be it right there. Um, you have uh, Wiley, and then um, maybe. Um, ooh, that's this is where it gets a little bit. <laughs> yeah, where it gets yeah. A little bit. And, and just for just so everybody. Just so everybody knows who's going to be out on international call-up, which is great for our club, but it's really hard when we don't have them. We got Miles Robinson. We got Georges Yacanemakis. We got uh, Derek Etienne, Thiago Almada, Luis Abram, and Jay Fortune. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, a lot of good players there. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I think you're right. I think we'll probably see uh, Sosa, Roseto in the middle. Yeah, I guess maybe Noah Cobb back there. Um 
and then you know, uh, yeah, that's where I think, it does I, get I think hard, you huh? either put you either put Arujo on the right and maybe um, Wolf as a forward. He's done that before, or you put Barry as a forward and you put um, Wolf on the right. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure we'll probably see Barry as a forward, and then we'll probably have. I think he'll probably put Arujo in and have Tyler Wolf on the bench. I wouldn't like that, but probably you're probably right. Well, I mean, at, at the same time, you gotta be like, look. We're getting rid of this player. We don't have to worry about managing minutes, right? So why not get as much as you can? If you start the game and he's looking flat, it's like, all right, you're out of here. I know you've checked out for the season. Right, yeah. I guess it just depends on his attitude. It depends on his demeanor and, and what he brings. I mean, he gets along with the guys. You can see none of the guys, obviously, you know, even after the games, you know, he was out there, you know, praising, um, you know, Ozzy and giving hugs to everybody. So you can tell, like, you know, he's still – Obviously has, you know, uh, appreciates his teammates. But when it comes to playing, yeah, David, I mean, I'm sure he wants to go healthy. I want, I'm sure he wants, you know, his mind is already obviously made up. So it, it's it's a tough call for the coach, you know. Do you go with what's been, what's been you know, working? Um, or do you start with him to, you know, because he, you know, we know what he can do when he's actually on. But, you know, obviously we haven't seen that, you know, maybe 20% of the time that he's been here so um yeah it's gonna be a, it's gonna be an interesting lineup it's gonna be a lineup where we're both gonna look at it and you, you know analyze it and figure it out right right exactly and yeah i really don't know i mean there's a chance maybe that alonso can play uh you know as that center back and for miles or if they want to go with noah Cobb, because we see noah Cobb play he's a solid player but um you know he's he's been shaky at the back sometimes uh, I think that I think he started in that game where we we lost to Columbus, right? Four, four, five, one, or whatever it was. I, think so. I try to forget that game. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see if NYFC has any players that are called up. Um, you know, I don't think they have many now, so it'll probably affect us more than it'll affect them. But with that being said, Abner, what is going to be the scoreline of this game? Uh, well, you know, it's always tight over there, um, so I'm gonna go with the two-one. 2-1, two, 2-1, one, two, one. Two, I like one. that, I like it, like it. Um, I'm going to try 2-0 again, even though asking for a clean sheet is really hard with this team. <laughs> hey, man, it, it is, but... I feel, I feel bad for the children's healthcare about Atlanta, because <laughs> I think they get like two Gs for every clean sheet. Yeah. I was like, dude, it's not going to be that much this year. Well, this one might be because we'll have a lot of our starters there, you know, other than, you know, obviously Miles. So, you know, it could be that, you know, it could be a possibility. You know, it looks like New York is not a high, you know, scoring team, um, or they don't even score at all. So uh, it could be a possibility there. But I, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet my my house money on it. Right, right, right. All right, Mijo, anything to add on that? No, man, I'm excited. You know, we get a little bit of break. Uh, get my get the guys uh, rested. Get the guys. You know, it was a good opportunity to. Uh, to train with what we have, uh, and uh, Coach Fineda is going to have, uh, you know, his hands full. I know he gave the guys, I believe, like five days off. So once they get back into it, um, he'll know what he has. I'm sure he's already, you know, um, in planning for the for the next game as far as like personnel and who's going to start. But you know, wherever it is, you know, we're still Atlanta United. We we still got we got players that are, they still can bring uh, a lot to the team, even without Gigi, even without Amada, or you know, our key players. 
I'm just hoping they, you know, they don't they don't sit flat like we did whenever we didn't have them when they got called up on international break because that was rough to see, man. And, and you know, I think with this win and the momentum of the players that you know, like Fortune and Wolf, um, Wolf was scoring and Fortune having a good good game. Um, I'm, I'm hoping that that continues um, against uh, NYFC. Let's, Let's go. do it. All right, man. All right, now let's uh, just go over some news and notes that's going on. So. Over the MLS weekend, Abner, there were some pretty interesting results. Um, most notably, the beatdown that LAFC got by Houston 4-0. So they seem to be um, limping because they've, um, you know, they 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 lose to Houston 4-0. They tied us 0-0 at home. They lost the Champions League, and I believe before that they were knocked out of the U.S. Open Cup uh, by Galaxy. So that yeah, they're winless in their last four games. Uh, we'll have to see if they bounce back, but um, yeah, right now it's not looking too good for them. Yeah, the last one, two, three, four, five, four losses out of the last five matches. So, um, including the Coca Cup, uh, I mean, sorry, the Open Cup and the Champions League um, that they play. So, yeah, and David, I, I don't know if you heard too, uh, their coach is getting apparently looked at for the U.S. national team as well. So <laughs> a lot going on there in LAFC. Um, of course, you know, that's that was uh, just put out today. And he's a candidate for that. Um, so who knows, right? Who there? I, that was a surprise. That was if, if you had me thinking, you know, that game, I'm thinking LAFC wins, obviously. But yeah, that was rough to see, man. You saw um, um, Escobar scored. Former Atlanta United player. Hey, was that? Is that yeah, our Escobar? Escobar? Oh, I remember there being like another Escobar in the league, so I wasn't sure well, if that was I'm ours at or not. Right now, and let me see. Yep, Atlanta United. Oh, okay, yeah. Which I, that I was see, his former team like, too. Like, he did play with. Uh, he did win the championship with them last year. Oh, really? Interesting. Um, uh, another beatdown is uh, Montreal beat Minnesota four 0 so that shoots Montreal into a playoff spot now in ninth, which knocks Charlotte out. And speaking of Charlotte, they actually got an impressive draw, 3-3 in Seattle. So we all know the quality Seattle has, and playing over there is tough. So, uh, I mean, Charlotte hasn't been looking too shabby. Um, they're still, you know, letting in goals left and right, but, uh, you know, we still got to watch out for them. Yeah, definitely. They, I've seen this. Pretty impressive. I thought Seattle had that. I actually had them uh, in the little parlay that I was playing. So when they tied it up, I was pretty, uh, pretty upset. But uh, <laughs> yeah, man, they, there's a lot of a lot of results. I mean, that's the MLS, right? You, you can't. It's, that's why it's so hard to. You never know. You, never know. you know, any yeah. given day, we can give somebody a beatdown, or we can get uh, the beatdown uh, on us. So uh, yeah, that was that was very interesting. Uh, very interesting matchup uh, there. Um, so now that speaking of the U.S., um, I don't know if you were going to go ahead and transition to it or wanted to wait for one more. Now nah, let's do it, dude. So we t- we talked about mm-hmm. all the call ups, right? And we got a big one coming up: USA versus Mexico, Thursday, 10 p.m. Eastern. And where else but Las Vegas? This is the semifinals of the Nations League. So we, you know, can't understand it enough. But I mean, this is a this is a big game, like it always is. It's a rivalry game. Um, U- U.S. versus Mexico. I would put it up there um, for for sure, at least in the top top three uh, uh, international Whoa. rivalries. 
Uh, but it's a big game. I mean, what, what would you want? You want to put it up there? Maybe top five. All right, I'll give you that. But it's like, I mean, what's number I would one? Argentina, so, yeah. Brazil. Argentina, Brazil. What uh, else is there? Let me see. I'm thinking. Yeah, you have Netherlands and Argentina. I mean, in the World Cup, they faced a couple of times. That's yeah. history back then too. Yeah, I mean, you probably have some um, like rivalries between um, like the uh, former Soviet Union. Like, I think it's like when Serbia plays like uh, Czech Republic or something. It's like yeah. really, really intense because of they used to be part of the Soviet Union. There's a lot of beef, but that's all like Eastern European stuff. Uh, so I'm pretty sure there's rivalries least. there, but I still think. Yeah, Guatemala. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Mijo, it's a big game. We are unbeaten in five against Mexico, winning three of those. Uh, so the U.S. has uh, been dominating Mexico these last couple of years. However, recently we just saw that uh, Liga MX beat uh, MLS in the Champions League final. You had the Women's Coca Cola Championship. The Mexico women beat the U.S. women in the final. Uh, so is it three in a row for them, or do we do we take it? What what do you have this? going as I'm, I'm nervous man i'm nervous i'm 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 really uh trying to see what bj's gonna do you know this is one of it this is the biggest game right <laughs> as an intern a coach so um obviously he knows he's you know they're we're gonna bring in somebody but still like you want to put a good showing out there um so it's i'm interested i mean i think the top three topics mexico has been quiet like you don't really hear that much noise right now from them it's they're kind of under the radar as far as like you know, as far as we listen to the, you know, the soccer and everything, and that's a little scary because you don't know what they're going to bring, right? So it's different. Now you have USA, who we have big names, obviously, uh, the forward that we just signed, uh, Balogun, uh, and then you have Pulisic, and then so you have big names coming in. Um, so, like, it's like, okay, we know what US is going to put. So, honestly, David, I think it's going to be just like every other game. It's going to be like two to one. Um, either way, but I'm obviously going to USA. No, those are settled. Nah, nah, man. I don't think. I don't think those are settled. Maybe, maybe even uh, uh, the um, uh, what you call it? Uh, maybe even a blowout by USA or zero blowout. Wow! Oh my gosh! Imagine uh, that would that would be amazing, and it I would. I would be hey, David's making fun of everybody on so Facebook. So I just I just what? looked it up. So you have um, Argentina, Brazil, um, and this is ranked from one to ten. England and Scotland, uh, France and Italia, Mexico, USA, and then Germany, Netherlands, Denmark, Sweden, Portugal, Spain, Japan, South Korea, El Salvador, and Honduras. That's a big one too, and Algeria and Egypt. Yeah, I could see that, but I think a lot of. Uh... A lot of those, uh, it's mainly just because they're in the same like region and they have good teams. Um, except I think one one you said it was there was it's England Scotland. I mean the, those teams are really close in quality, uh, but I can see why there's beef there. But I think ours is just the level of intensity, and you don't have anything any rivalry like ours where you have so many uh, Mexicans and Mexican Americans living in the U.S. So when the U.S. plays here, you know, it's like they're playing away from home. I don't think any other country in the world has to has to deal with that. And that adds the extra 
extra bite to the game because I'm sure as a U.S. player, even if I played, I'd be kind of pissed out there and really ready to crack some skulls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Uh, ESPN has USA Mexico in number second spot in Argentina, Brazil in one. So, um, I would. That's what how. how yeah, I so it. I said top five in both of those lists had him in the top five so uh but yeah dude i mean it's gonna be scrappy you know the first hard tackle the first you know whatever we know is gonna be an away game uh, mexico fans travel hard um yeah it's you know it, but slowly but surely I, I hope usa starts to take over as far as far as soccer like the last couple of matches usa has been the, the superior one right and you know not to you know i'm not you know downgrading mexico but it, that you know Facts are facts. We won. You know, when you win, you win, and you know, um, you can show that off. But as far when it comes to fans, bro, everywhere you go, no matter what, maybe Columbus, uh, you know, would be like our U.S. Uh, headquarters. Um, and so many fans, dude. It's so hard. Like it's so hard to uh, to uh, think about it as a player. Like you're going, you're in your own country, and it feels like an away match. Like that's insane to me. Yeah, it's a it's a crazy dynamic, uh, but yeah, I'm like you. I think two one is probably how uh, it happens. I think the U.S. gets the first goal, and most of these games play out the same. The whoever scores first, the other team's pushing, pushing, and usually the other team gets them on the counter. Um, so I see two one, and then that's the semifinal. So uh, Panama and Canada are also playing. So the winner of that will face the winner of U.S. Mexico, and then we'll have our Nations League final. Uh, another final took place over the weekend. Uh, UEFA Champions League oh, final. Man oh, City. <laughs> Man City defeats Inter Milan 1-0. It was actually a pretty uh, pretty good game. I mean, Inter, Inter Milan had a lot of good chances to score. But Man City gets it. Uh, that completes the treble for them. They won the league. They won the Champions League. Um, and they also won the FA Cup. So, uh, I mean, you probably got to put it up put this team up there with one of the best teams of all time, right? Club teams, that is. I mean, I guess you got to put them up there. I mean, who did they really beat? They beat Manchester United FA Cup. They, they, they suck. That's not what, Ma- that's beat not what Arsenal matters. To the cup. That was Arsenal's fault. They choked. And, hey, and they don't beat, be talking about my Inter Arsenal Milano. like that. Yeah, you know. No, nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> nah, you, I mean, yeah, it's a great – that was a great game, man. Uh, Inter Milan had, had a couple of chances that – and centimeters away from tying that game, I don't know if they would have won it, but it would have definitely been interesting to see um, going into the final. And it's crazy. Like, you get a player like De Bruyne go down in a half and you bring Foden in. It's like, dude, like, you just have everything, everything for you. Um, it's still, you know, um, yeah, there is, it's a treble. It's, um, it's you got to put them down as at least one of uh, a great team. I don't know about the greatest. I see, you know, there's a lot of going to be a debate about that. But I'm more thinking, you know, Pep, right? What has he done? Um, and this is this was the last hump to get over is to win a Champions League, and you know they they you know they got the goal and defended the last 10, 15 minutes. It was crazy. And it, it, what's even crazier is so that makes um, when um, what's uh, five of the last uh, six championships in the EPL. Uh, that's that's nuts. I believe even with the Champions League, uh, uh, out of the last five, uh, the EPL has won three of them. So uh, I mean, right now it's and a lot a lot of that has to do with you know just Man City and the dominance that they've had, even though they haven't won the Champions League. Um, 
yeah, it's 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 a it's a good it's a uh, great feat for them. And you got to give it to Pep, I guess. You know, I was kind of like, I didn't know who to root for this one. But I guess you at the end of the day, you kind of want to see greatness, right? Oh, yeah, definitely, dude. It, it was awesome to witness that. It was awesome to, um, you know, give got to give the respect, you know, to Pep and, and his teams. Right, right, right. Exactly, exactly. And the last thing I want to talk about is uh, U-20 World Cup comes to a close. Uruguay beats Italy 1-0 to to win it, so at least the U.S. lost to the champions. And then Israel uh, gets third place, so good for them. Good for them, dude. I I was hoping they'd go, but, you know, hey, you know, USA lost to the champions. That's not a bad way (laughs) to look at it, I guess. (laughs) Exactly. That's how I look at it. So we're like the next, we're the second champion, right? Right, exactly. The (laughs) other guys that lost, but yeah. All right, mijo, let's wrap it up. You got anything to end the podcast with? Um, no, guys. You know, you guys probably won't hear from us. I would say um, either that following Monday, David. Yeah, we have yeah, a couple. We can yeah, do that. so yeah, so we'll take a you know take a little break as well. You know, we follow what the team goes, so we're going to be vacationing as well. Um, <laughs> the team now, but um, yeah, guys, just you know, be excited. There's a lot of soccer coming up, a lot of international matches that are going to be interesting to see. Um, I like it when it's uh, it's not, it's a tournament or a competition or a qualifier um, or anything like that because it, it makes it it makes it uh, more competitive. I'm not a fan of friendlies unless it's a uh, you know a rivalry and that makes it a lot interesting. Um, so yeah, guys, check it out. Check out the schedules, man. If you can catch some of those games, they're, they're always fun to watch. Um, you know, obviously we're going to keep an eye on our guys, see how they do. Miles with USA, Gigi with Greece, um, Amada with Argentina. You have Etienne with uh, Haiti. Um, you have um, Fortune with Trinidad and you have Abram with Peru. So, <laughs> whoo, that's a long list. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, you know, try and, uh, we're going to try and keep up with them. Um, and we'll go from there, David. Um, did you already? I heard you uh, had to sell your house to get one ticket uh, for the Messi match. I know it's freaking crazy. <laughs> all of all of Inter Miami's Oof. games, wherever they're playing, are all sold out. Crazy. So it's pretty wild. The Messi effect is is crazy. Um, I, I wonder. Inter Miami's followers on Instagram got to be up to like six or seven million <laughs> by now. So it's it's nuts. It's gonna be fun when he comes. We got. We got so much coming. It's gonna be a fun summer. We've got Messi coming. We've got Nations League. We've got Coca Cup Gold Cup. We got the FIFA Women's World Cup. Uh, so a lot of a lot of it's gonna be a lot of soccer. A lot of fun. You can never have too much soccer. Yep, exactly, man. So, hey, y'all catch some games, David. Let's get some rest. Uh, and uh, yeah, man, let's go, Atlanta United. We gotta win. We get to live on that for a good ten days. Bro. Yeah, that's always good. We're gonna be on high till then. Uh, but yeah, till then, man. We'll catch y'all later, David. Send us out. We out. See y'all. Later. Peace.